Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from fear. Okay. I grew up in a Christian home with addiction, insecurity, and conflict. It was confusing and unpredictable. We attended church weekly, and we looked fine. We were all surviving. As the oldest, I took responsibility to do everything right. I earned praise for good grades and had many friends who loved me, but I allowed people to think I didn't make mistakes. I believed I was the exception and above the rules. I rejected God's standard of right and wrong and made myself the judge. I approached adulthood confused, lonely, independent, feeling helpless and angry, adopting perfectionism, control, and people-pleasing as desperate measures to manage life. I thought I could decide what was good for me and for others. I stayed silent when hurt while inwardly being judgmental. My habits, motivated by fear, kept me from connecting with people from behind a protective wall. The pain I experienced defined me. I believed I deserved the pain and not God's best. I rejected my church and spent years trying different religions. I got married, and my husband and I desperately tried to get our needs met from one another, while imitating our parents' marriages, full of conflict and chaos. We divorced. At 29, I felt the huge empty hole in my heart and began seeking God. At a local church one evening, I remember hearing the gospel for the first time. I was asked, have you ever asked Jesus to be your savior? I hadn't. I learned about the chasm that separated me from God because of my sin. What I heard was, I needed a savior. So I asked Jesus, and not much changed because I was still doing what I was supposed to do. I just agreed because that was my standard mode of operation. I moved to Texas and found a church with a new set of rules that sounded more godly, but were really seeking performance-based acceptance from God and others. I still did not believe God is good or understand his grace. So I continued to be everyone's judge, including my own. I remarried and tried again to measure up as a wife. We joined a church and tried to pursue God together. I was very insecure in my identity fearful, self-protective, and took everything personally. As God pursued me, I kept a death grip on my way, unwilling to expose my struggles. We were immature in our faith, and ultimately, our relationship failed. Another divorce. With two divorces, I was filled with anxiety, depression, and hopelessness over my failed perfectionism. I saw myself as broken and discarded. Determined to prove I was desirable and worthy of love, I hit my bottom through sexual promiscuity. I viewed God with his arms crossed, waiting on me to get my act together. I was a prisoner of fear and constant condemnation, which caused me to lie, isolate, control, procrastinate, judge others, and fall prey to self-pity. That is who I was. But God is faithful. He was waiting for me at my bottom with forgiving arms wide open. He helped me release my protective anger. 
He brought my first encounter with real accountability when I had to tell Christian leaders one weekend I could not lead with them because I had broken the leadership covenant by giving in to sexual temptation. With fresh eyes, I saw how all my choices led me right to where I was standing. I was heartbroken. With two job layoffs, God gently released me from my career, my income, my home, and most of my belongings. He introduced me to Watermark and called me to know him. I studied his word, lived in biblical community, and served. God showed me in his word he is a good God and a good father. I moved in with my parents to get a fresh start. They welcomed me home. I commuted to Watermark on the weekends to attend services and community. The reality of my current situation set in. In that environment, my fears were renewed, and I pulled out all my idols. Depression sat on me like a boulder as walls closed in around me. My health failed, my brain fogged over, my feet were stuck in quicksand. I had heard about regeneration and knew at some point I probably could benefit from it, maybe. I thought this might be my time. It was so foggy, I don't remember the details of my first few weeks at Regen, except that it was super uncomfortable and necessary. I was determined to not stay where I was, and I knew God had the solution. I clung to the worship. It put me in right perspective of God. Our God is a chain breaker. I clung to the recovery stories. They were my proof that God can do anything. However, I showed up to my step group desiring to be perfect and win their approval. And believing that even though God can do anything, he really didn't even notice me. Step two, believe. Uncovered a false belief that there was some loophole that left one drop of my sin unaccounted for, which still seemed more than fair. I falsely believed God's plan for my life was just out of my reach. None of my ways could atone for that drop of sin. The truth is, Jesus' work on the cross is enough. A good God has no loopholes. This was good news. In step three, trust. I learned as long as I allow my view of God to be informed by my mistakes and the mistakes of others, I'll never know him, much less trust him. He was not made in my image. He is a perfectly good God I can trust. In step four, inventory, I saw the big picture of my condition, which helped me to make sense of it and invite God into it. When I expose my sin to God's truth and grace, it dies, and I'm freed to heal in spite of my sin. In steps eight and nine, forgive and amends, I swear I lost 100 pounds of baggage. It was excruciating and so worth it. I learned my flesh desires to be the exception and not need forgiveness. When I punish my sin, myself for sin, it is easy to punish others for theirs. This allows no room for forgiveness. 
I learned to ask forgiveness for my mistakes. I now pray daily for God's help to hold every debt so lightly that I can easily hand it over to him, the only just judge. Fear is so destructive. When you've given it permission to make itself at home in your heart, that's exactly what it does. God says in Isaiah 51:12, I, I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man? Today I go to God, not my idols, with my fear, and he comforts me. His perfect love says, I'm okay no matter what. At Regen, I'm impacted by the serenity prayer that says, taking as Jesus did this world as it is, not as I would have it. What a relief to know that God does not need my solutions to fix the world, but he is willing to use my gifts. What a privilege it is to co-lead a group of women who face their recovery with courage, authenticity, and trust. You are inspiring. I'm learning to rely more on God to do his will. This means resting in his peace and taking every opportunity he gives me to love. He's given me a desire to love my enemies sacrificially. I want to embrace it, learn it, and live it. Today I'm so glad I lost so much. I can finally focus on what I desperately needed and was there all the time, the love of a perfect father. Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive a spirit of slavery that returned you to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. God used the time I lived with my parents to restore our relationships and teach me to live out my recovery in the face of addiction. While divorce is part of my story, it is not my identity. God sees me as pure. Jude 1.24 says, Now to him who is able to present you unblemished in his glorious presence with great joy. Because both of my former husbands have remarried, I am free to remarry. I hold this truth loosely, trusting God for my future while living in purity with great joy and singleness. If you're here for the first time, welcome, you're in the right place. For all who are here, our God finishes what he starts. Because you are here, we know he has started a work in you, and if you let him, he will finish it. Though you have fears, you're not discarded. In spite of your feelings, God is near, and he has no condemnation for you. My name is Carrie. I have a new life in Christ. I'm in recovery from fear, and to God be all the glory.